I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the Merperson. Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle, and my goodness gracious, we have got some upscale clientele in here tonight. Look at all you fancy folk in your nice trimmings and uh, you know, top hats and bonnets and top hat bonnets and bonnets with top hats on the side. It's kind of a fascinating look, but it's wonderful and it's working for you. Um, well... You know, I, I I would like to take full credit for this. Obviously, uh, the word has gotten all around about town. It took a little longer than I'd expected, but this is obviously the place for the discriminating, well-funded patron of the arts. But um, it is also quite possible that the new banker moving in next door has something to do with this. Um, I did hear that they were, um, you know, opening up the vault, giving tours, all that kind of thing, and. I heard they had a banner day opening all kinds of new accounts and I'm sure you're all in town here just to lock all your sparkles away in the safest place in all of Europe, apparently. Uh, so the, the signage says anyway. Well, whatever the reason, I'm, I'm thrilled that you're here. I'm far more thrilled that the, the apparently the normal hoi polloi that usually loiter around this place have been kicked out in, in deference to you fine folks. And, I do hope they wipe down all the seats to your liking. Anyway, well, you might be a little bit out of sorts if you don't you know, normally uh, come around for my shows, but I mean, surely the word has gotten out and you kind of know where we are um, because it's a very interesting time. Uh, the, the brute force was actually in Vrim and they had kind of found their way into the castle. They had used an abandoned sewer system and, um, well, I mean, I think the official term for it is Kool-Aid manning through a few walls. You know, Hollis was good at that type of thing. And strange enough, once they found themselves in what seemed like a disused tower, the world turned upside down. I mean, quite literally, the gravity had completely shifted in this place. And as they worked their way up or down, depending on your perspective, to the tower top or bottom, again, depending upon your perspective, they found behind that door a voice and a face that they knew well. So you guys were... Which direction were you guys heading in the stairwell? We were meant to be going down, but then everything flipped, so I think we're going up now. So you're going up for you, which is down from where you were originally. Yes. So you guys are going down up, or dup, as we like to call it in this upside down world that we live in. And as you are climbing dup the stairs, <laughs> Jesus. you guys notice that there's not like any antechambers coming off of the stairwell. It seems like it is leading directly to one chamber. And as you guys reach the top bottom, you find a heavy oaken door that seems to be locked. Which way up is the door? Is it like just like a rectangular door? Or is it like a fancy door with like a curved top? And is the curved top at the bottom or is it at the top? Great questions, all told. Like, Wonderful questions. Because if it's if it's orientated the other way, that would suggest that the gravity will flip again when we get through. But if it's the same orientation as us, then gravity's probably fucky through the door as well. Great. Awesome. Yes, wonderful. It's rectangular. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Adam, what side are the hinges on? Is the doorknob facing the right way? The doorknob's facing the right way, the hinges are on the Does right. Does the handle lift up or down? <laughs> it's a, it is a knob. Oh, good. Ah, it's a knob. Oh, darn. It's a knob. Actually, the hinges are not visible because I think the door swings inward. It wouldn't swing out towards the stairwell anyway, so it does swing inward. So you won't be able to see the hinges from your side. Uh, do you want to just, uh, like, just, like, punch it? You could try the doorknob first. Oh, I guess. And if you want to punch it, go ahead and punch it. Sure, go ahead and punch it. Yeah, all right, she says, and she gives it a good whack. 
All right, roll me a physique. You know what, Adam, for you, I will. Which is how the French say physics. Oh, well, I got minus one, so I got three. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you dent it. You certainly dent it. Uh, But, I mean, it feels like it's braced on the inside somehow. Oh, that... Oh, that one hurts. She says she's like shaking her her hand around. Uh, Mort tries the doorknob. Mm, it is locked. Ah, oh, dang. Uh, Mort, th- didn't you do some lock picking in your day at some point? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure you told me some like lock picking stories where you had some yeah um, experience with that. I, that was where I I didn't have flesh on my fingers, so not quite sure how that would work. Skin gets in the way, man. I know. Yeah. Is it like a single door? Or is it like double doors? Uh, yeah, it's a single door. And is it like tight to the jam? Can I? Is there like a? Can I fit a metaphorical credit card in in the slot? No. The credit card being my short sword. <laughs> uh, no, you would not be able to fit your short sword between like the jam and the door. Okay. There's just one comically large keyhole. Other features of the door: a giant dent. Shark fist sized, a couple of like iron brace like brackets across it that seem yeah. like they're reinforcing the door probably from both sides. And there's a slot on the bottom of the door, roughly the size of um, I don't know, like a like a luncheon tray. I peer through the keyhole. Okay. In through the keyhole, you see a lot of darkness, uh, but there is one window that appears to be uh, like at the top of the room uh, that is barred, very thin, very small, that is lending some light into the room. In the room, you see a large bed that is mostly made out of, looks like a straw mattress, but there is some linens on it. There's a chest of drawers to one side that looks like it's largely unused. And there is a figure lying on the bed with their face away from you, but they do have uh, very light white hair. Okay, Mort, give us a great description of what you just saw through that keyhole so we can all hear you. I say all of that to them. Okay, you've all heard the great description that I just gave of the general room sitch. I open the little slot on the bottom and I speak through it to the person. Hello there. Hello in there. Are you okay? Who, who, who is that? I don't know. I, I, I kind of messed up that voice a little bit. Yeah, that's a bit more it's like of, Dutch. <laughs> it's very long time since I've done this particular voice is all I'm going to say. My name's Mort McCoy. I'm here to rescue you. Oh my goodness, Mort. And sh- uh, the person hops up from the bed and comes over. What the? Wait a minute. You're not Mort McCoy. I know Mort McCoy. He looked much different than you. <laughs> uh, you recognize the face of Queen Ileana. Oh, my, my word, my milady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, yes, and uh, you sound like Mort. Few things, few issues. One, lot of extra flesh going on there. I didn't, um, didn't recognize you. Yes, a, a lot of, uh, it's a, a long story, but um, basically I'm, I'm a real boy now, um, and I'm here with okay. uh, Cammy. You you remember Cammy, I'm sure. Of course, of course. Roll call. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and and our new friends, uh, Hollis and Leyland. Oh, uh, hey, how's it going? Okay, and, I, um, I'm the I'm the Hollis one. Do you want to say hi, right. Leyland? For a minute, you guys had kind of operated under the assumption that Leland was just taking a little bit longer to get up top of the stairs because of his hitch, you know, wherein it's in his giddy up. Uh, but as you guys kind of turn around, you notice Leland is not there. Uh, L- Leland, there's like a queen here for you to meet, bud. Uh, did you guys see, did he like, we, we went to the down, did he fall to the up? He might have gone, uh, uh, oon. Uh, uh, what, what's the opposite of dup? Is it, uh, oon? Did he go oon? Yeah. I I think we have to operate under the assumption that he went oon. I hate saying that so much. This is uh, is wonderful what you guys are doing right now. Um, I don't know if it's a pantomime trick or something of that nature. But, um, you know, I must must admit, I'm a little cross with all of you. (laughs) Um, Not you, Hollis. You're new. I don't have many beefs with you. But Mort and Cammy, not... Particularly fond of either of you uh, right now. Just uh, if I'm being completely honest. Well, why, is, why is that? We're we're here to help you. Would you like to elaborate? 
on that? Um, well, yes. No, I've heard <laughs> just so many stories from my brother in the time that he was, you know, roughly, uh, I guess, usurping the throne of the things that you all got into. Um, the, I don't know, the, the fact that you all had this um, uh, connection with this nefarious person who, you know, murdered uh, my mentor and one of my best friends in the entire world, um, that you knew this information and withheld it from me while you were here uh, enjoying the feast that I had prepared for you. Um, and just, uh, you know, a lot of good things, a lot of, lot of really good, good, just good, friendly things that you've done in my home, uh, and you know, with uh, with with all of the blessings that that my people had bestowed upon you, guys, that's like really not chill. Cammy, uh, do you want to handle this one? Okay, look, uh, hey, it's been a while. A lot of stuff happened. It, I'd love to come in and give you a full rundown. We've got like eighty episodes to catch you up on. Um, but I, God, I, the stairway is not great. The gravity is going fucky wucky. Can we get just? Can we just get in there, talk it out? Well, I mean, I assume she's locked in there. I don't think she can let us in. Well, I would love, I would love nothing more than to unlock this door, get out of this tower that they're keeping me in. But not exactly the way that it works around here. Um, once you get deposed, they stick you in a tower. And you're stuck in there. I. I mean, I would love to leave. I would if you guys got a way through this door. Let's do it. But um, um, do you know what's going on with the old gravity here? <laughs> I I don't know what what what. Oh, this yeah, the tower. Like we're upside down. Yeah, that's a problem. We've been working it. The maintenance doesn't know what's going on with it. It's been like that uh, for about a week and a half now. Oh, it's not a design feature then. It's just just an accident. Well, I mean, sometimes there had been issues, and there was some some stories in. Why am I even telling you this? I don't want to have a conversation with you right now. If you could get me out of here, that would be wonderful. It would be step one on the process of maybe rebuilding any sort of of, of, of relationship here. But I don't. I'm not going to give you the ins and outs of of the the, the castle at this point. You know. Well, I mean, I, the more details we have, the easier it will be to get you out. To get through a door, I, I would figure a single door, gravity or no, it's uh, it's just a door. I mean, well, it's a door. To be fair, we have a a very powerful shark person here, and she rolled a three and couldn't even get through it, so... I mean, it's not a, it's not a weak door, certainly. Ho- Hollis gets up real close to the slot with her muscles flexed, like, showing her her arms. <laughs> no, seriously, it just... I, I'm real strong, and I couldn't do it. Cammy wants to investigate the, like, doorknob, the lock, see if there's, like, a certain key or something. Sure. roll to do yeah. that. Yeah. The confidence in your voice sounds like this is a role that will be not fruitful regardless of the number because it is not relevant to your point. Not true. It is, it is, that, that tone that I had okay. in my voice was that pretty much whatever your role, you're going to get the same information on this. What if it's a three? If it's a three, you know a few things. This is uh, obviously a door that the, the lock is, uh, it, there's only going to be one key to this thing. It is built like a jail cell, despite the fact that it is the appearances of just kind of a, a a normal tower door. So there is somebody that has a ring of keys on their hip. It's gonna and one of them's gonna unlock this particular door. It's probably separate from the locks that they use for the rest of the cells wherever they are, presumably on the stairs. And you know, because you rolled so well on your investigate, I'm assuming that's what you rolled for this. Yeah, investigate. Yeah. I will also say that you notice the fact that there is a, like, as you kind of, like, glance through the slot, you notice that there is a meal tray sitting there. But the meal tray that's sitting there has obviously been sitting there for a significant period of time. It looks like it was probably the meal tray from lunch. And it is largely, like, dried and caked on. Like, the gruel that was left over that she did not eat has, like, solidified to a certain extent. So you're guessing that they are probably going to have to feed her relatively soon. Presuming she's still getting three squares a day. Okay. Hey, uh, Ileana? Yes? What, 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 what can I do for you, Cammy? My dearest old friend. Like a sister we are, you know. No, okay, that seems a little... It, you're laying it on a little thick. The, the pettiness is seeping through the door. And this is a bear of a door. So I think we could all calm down. Because we've all made choices that affect other people and it's fine. 
It's, here's the, okay. Do you know what time they're going to come to like give you your nasty dinner? Uh, they came for your nasty lunch. Do you know what time that they're going to bring the nasty dinner? Well, I mean, it's, um, it looks to me that it, well, I mean, here's the fun thing. I don't have a clock in here. Um, I could go by the light coming in through the window, but I would, uh, <laughs> surprised to find out that, uh, that is, uh, somewhat artificial. Uh, it's always on. So I don't really have a great gauge for time, but, um, they fed me, I don't know, a pretty long time ago by the looks of things. So presumably within the next hour, I would say. Oh, wait, shit. Are you hungry? Do you need a fish? I don't, I, not really the fish type of person, you know, it's just the something about the scales. I just, I, it's, it just feels wrong. <laughs> Hollis know. gives her like a kind of like a, ugh, one of those people. All right, all right, never <laughs> mind. <laughs> Irredeemable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I think. All right, all right. I think we're in a classic hideout, jump the guard situation. I mean, is is that the plan? Are we gonna beat up an NPC? And get this key and talk to this lady. Is that is that what we're what I'm hearing from the crowd? That sounds like a plan. Oh wait, do I do I have a say? Do I have a say? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, I like the punch plan. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Go. Is, is there anywhere in here that we can like hide? Does the corridor continue around the corner a little bit? For a fate point, it could continue around the corner a little bit. Okay, I'll spend the fake point. Okay. And make the corridor sort of still curve around the stair pillar a bit. Look at that. They 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 it's weird because they built it with the expectation that the tower might go further up in some point in the future. So they just kind of rounded it around one more corner, uh, and then it goes up to nowhere. And so you guys can just hang out in that little section of the stairwell. Okay. Awesome. We did it. Alright. So you guys are hanging out there. What are you guys doing while you're waiting for a guard to approach? I assume getting really moist by being this close proximity to Hollis because I imagine that she's always kind of wet. She's got a dampness. She's also like walking in circles on the stairs. <laughs> uh, She's not. She's crouched down but you're close enough to her and like this is a small enough space that you like she's just like constantly shaking. Got, yeah so I imagine we're all just getting like very damp very quickly and then just so sort of sustaining that so I imagine we're like in cold wet clothes kind of like we just came in from the rain. All right. You still have no idea where Leland is. Uh, he has not come up the stairs at all. Oh, yeah. Uh, should we be worried that uh, Leland got, like, captured by the guards or something? That's a possibility. They'd have to be holding him not that far away from us because it, it would tug him closer. Well, yeah, that curse thing. Where you guys were when you dropped into this place was about, like, three turns of the stairwell down. So, I mean, it's it would take you next to no time to, like, peer down and see in the area that you guys came into, if he's there still, you would also presumably hear an armed guard coming up these stairs because the sound does echo pretty heavily here. So if somebody was wearing armor trying to come up these stairs, you don't have a huge risk of them catching you un unawares, basically. Okay, who is... I feel like this is a this is a stealth mission. Uh, who, who of us is the stealthiest? I'm very stealthy. Perfect. <laughs> Great. Go for it. I have a four in stealth. It's my highest statistic. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah, I swapped my things around when I became a vampire, and stealth is my highest thing oh, now. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I don't remember Mort being that sneaky. Bone Mort was not sneaky. Creature of the Night Mort, very sneaky. Very sneaky. Okay, I'm going to sneak uh, own the stairs. All right, you're going to sneak own the stairs. A five. All right, so you sneak on the stairs and you approach the area where you guys came in through the wall. Um, you do notice that at this point you're like, boy, if anybody walked up these stairs, they would see a gigantic hole in the wall of this uh, tower that generally isn't here. So that's probably noticeable. You stash that to the side of your brain. Uh, you do also see a pile of dust, a few coins and some wrappings sitting on the floor. Like, just a, a few wrappings or enough wrappings to cover a whole Leyland-shaped person? Not a whole Leland's worth of wrappings, but definitely, like, they look like Leland's wrappings, even if it's not the entirety of the wrappings that he had on him. I sneak own the stairs a little bit more. Hmm. 
Okay, you continue to sneak on the stairs, and you don't see any sign of Leland further down the stairs. Uh, you do hear someone approach as somebody opens a door lower up the stairwell, and <laughs> and you hear a, a crash and a smash as somebody trips into the weird gravity well, and somebody goes, oh, shit, as they fall, and you hear a whole bunch of clanging and crashing. Roll me a notice. Five. Okay. You also smell that whatever this thing is has injured itself and is currently bleeding. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's going to need some stitches. Jeez. Oh, I cut myself real deep there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I hate this freaking tower. I hate the stairwell. Oh, jeez. should put some trellises in here. What are we thinking? Fell right on the side of my sword. Oh, gosh. Gonna need some stitches. <sighs> I'd pick up Leyland's benches and head quickly up the stairs again. Uh, roll a will. Minus one. I'm gonna offer you a compel to get your fate point back, which would be that you, instead of moving up the stairs, you move on the stairs uh, towards <laughs> the smell of blood. Okay, I will accept your compel. All right. As you move stealthily on the stairs, you see a fella in some kind of loosely fitting armor. It generally looks like this is a set of armor made for kind of whoever's on shift. And this guy's kind of a slight fella. Uh, he's bleeding pretty badly from the arm. It looks like his sword is on the ground and has got a little blood on it. Um, from what you can surmise, he came in through the doorway, didn't really plan on the gravity switch super well, dropped his sword, fell kind of half on it, cut his arm pretty badly. He does not see you because he is busy trying to, like, rip off some of his tunic to wrap around his arm. Does it look like he's got a key ring on his belt? He does. He also has a plate of food that is on the floor ceiling. On the fleeling. On the fleeling. <laughs> Yeah, not the slur, the fleeling. And it looks pretty messed up. So, I mean, even if he was going to make it there, boy, he wouldn't do his job well because how else you eat that? It looks all messy. It's got gravel in it. I'd pull out the bandages and say, hey, uh, could you use these perhaps? Sorry, I was just passing through. Got got a little lost, but I happen to have some first aid. He grabs his sword. Hold, hold on a second there. You, you're not supposed to be in here. What are you, what are you doing? I, I got lost. I was looking for the bathroom at... Don't, Just don't make any moves. <laughs> uh, he's approaching at you with his sword drawn. I hold up my hands and wait for him to get closer. He <laughs> He's right at about sword's length, not at hand length. And he says, who are you? What what, what are you doing in here? Uh, like I said, I just got, got lost. I was looking for the bathroom. Is it, is it up that way? Uh, what's going on with, with this, by the way? Why Why are we upside down? All right, you didn't answer the who are you question. That's pretty critical. That's the most important and one. While really, I'm that, saying right? that, I'm slowly moving towards him. Stop slowly moving towards me. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I just, I, I really need to go. Um, could, could you point me? Right, well, okay, that, that's, I understand that situation. What's your name? Well, who are you? My name is, um... You sound like you're searching for an alibi. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey sounds like the fakest name I ever heard in my, my life. That's not even a real thing. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <sighs> um, all right. That's... Watch the leather, man. <laughs> he looks real nervous, but he does pull his sword back. It looks like he is going to attack you. So he is swinging his sword at you. It's chopping time. Uh, I lunge at him. You're going to be lunging into the sword. You're going to have to well, roll uh, lunging athletics. into his sword. I'm obviously dodging <laughs> that a bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the intent, obviously. Roll athletics or roll fight. Oh, yeah. Fight, 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 fight. What I love about all of the interactions we've had with Vamp Mort so far is that he's very polite when he's compelled, <laughs> like, so hungry that he's compelled to consume blood. He's still very polite. It kind of makes it creepier. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Uh, that's another five. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You lunge at him. He takes a swing at you, but it feels like it is coming at you in slow motion. You twist his sword out of his hands and it clangs on the fleeling. 
I would like to, if possible, keep hold of his sword. Oh, okay. Twist it out of his hand and keep hold. Is he wearing a helmet? Uh, no, he's not wearing a okay. helmet. Then I want to smack him in the temple with the pommel of the sword. All right. All right. Well, describe it to me, Jackie Chan. Exactly how do you disarm this go- dude and knock oh, his ass out? Jackie Chan. Like you said, I lunge towards him as he's trying to thrust and stab me with his sword. And I do a little spin and grab his wrist and twist it in a way that makes him have to let go of it. I keep spinning like around him so I'm behind him and then come up behind him and knock him on the side of the head. All right. He goes down like a sack of bloody potatoes. Nice. And not like bloody potatoes, but like bloody potatoes because he is bleeding. His keychain clang, clang, clangs down the fleeling stairs and you can grab them. You have a key. Uh, You also have a bleeding victim on the floor. Yeah, I will. I don't want to bite him because I'm not entirely sure how vampirism is transmitted yet. But I do want (laughs) to... I should think of a way to phrase this other than I do want to suck him. Um, you want to suck his blood? I, I want to suck his blood. <laughs> okay, so there is blood on the sword, so you can lick the blood off the sword if that's where you want to like no, start this process. Going to the, the source. That's kinkier. I'm sorry. I have no drinking blood off of a sword is much oh, yeah, kinkier than is. just sucking a dude dry. Like, that is way more sexual than just ram jamming his neck. You've actually got a tongue now. Use it, dude. I'm not trying to be sexual. I'm hungry. <laughs> We're just going to be okay that Adam said that. What was I saying? We're all just going to be okay that Adam said the words, you have a tongue now, use it. <laughs> oh, no, I totally was not I mean, it was spectral that. before. Play with the space is all I'm saying. Fine, I lick the blood off the sword <laughs> and then I suck on his neck. Or on his temple, I guess. Yeah, you can, you can like, chomp on this dude. Specifically not chomping, but okay. sucking at a wound that he already has. Well, the wound was on his arm, so you're, like, chomping on his arm? But I'd suspect him in the head. Surely he's bleeding there as well. I mean, he just got a contusion. I don't know. Well, fine, I'm sucking on his arm, then. Oh, that's really lame, but okay, that's <clears throat> fine. Yep. So you're getting a pretty light flow of blood coming in and all you feel is significantly stronger. Like you start to feel like the key is almost an afterthought. Like there is no way the door could hold you regardless of whether or not it was reinforced. Like you could just go right through it if you felt like it. I'm going to test that theory. (laughs) But the slow trickle that is coming out of this dude's arm, it does not feel like that's enough. Like he's got so much more blood in there. Mm. <laughs> mm. Someone's gonna have to do a suck. I chomp his neck. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, you chomp his neck and you hit a very important artery. Shit. <laughs> and he just starts gushing blood. And uh, like before you know it, like you're you're full up. Your tank is on F. Okay, would I be able to smell this? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And then I, I wrap one of Leyland's benches around his neck. <laughs> you also, like, just instinctually know that this is not, like, a he's going to rise as a vampire thing. Okay. Um, like, you just feel like there was no contract being made here. There's no, like, that, that, that has to be an overt choice on both parts. And that's not what happened. Okay. It has to be a, a conscious decision to change him. Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, I wrap a bandage around his neck. I pick up the key ring. I run up the stairs and just straight into the door. Um, what? Uh, it really smells like blood, dude. What did you uh, do? As you're saying this, Mort hits the door and immediately turns into uh, mist. It flies <laughs> through the keyhole and the slot of the door and re-congeals on the other side. I assume the keys didn't turn to mist as well, and they clanged on the side of the door. Wait, did did my clothes turn to mist? Or did, oh my, so now a naked vampire. And- you know, let's not get too deep in the weeds on this. Let's, um, you know, does Wolfman have nards? Who knows, really, you know? If the keys came with me, I could just unlock it from the inside. Yeah, either way. Okay, let's assume that whatever I'm wearing and stuff turns to mist as well. Hulk rules. Sounds good. And I now have keys on the inside of the door. Sure. You can't take living creatures. I'm just going to say this uh, in, in advance. That's fair enough. You can't take living things <laughs> through the door Damn as it. mist. I was going to have Cammy on his back like a backpack. No. 
Fuck. Sorry. But we will test that theory with Cammy as a backpack and see what happens. Yeah, we'll have to test it with Cammy as a backpack. <laughs> um, so I pop back into solid form. I go, evening to the queen. Oh. <laughs> um, and oh. then I <laughs> unlock the door from the inside. Problem solved. I was not expecting it to look... This not. That's not good. What? What the? What? Ex, what? What? <laughs> like I said, it's a, it's a long story. The door slides open. Uh, you see Mort just absolutely coated in blood. Like his cloak is all bloody. Oh, no. His face is all bloody. It ain't good. Stopped for a snack. A shaving accident. Okay. Yeah, because you didn't have facial hair before. Yeah. Uh, what the hell, dude? You keep telling me that you're the good guys that were doing good, but man, I can smell, I can smell what's going on up there. She says and jerks her thumb up the stairs. Like I'm still getting used to to things. I I haven't learned how to control myself quite yet. Yeah, sometimes good looks pretty nasty on the inside. It's all to perspective that I was rescuing a queen. It, yeah, it's really perspective. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did not ask you to murder anyone to rescue him. You could have just knocked him out, stole the keys. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, like like she's got a good point, I, I guess is what I'm saying. He's fine. I bandaged him up. <laughs> Hollis goes and like takes a huge sniff like, oh, he's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's He's sleeping. Oh, he's gonna be sleeping forever soon. Can you just t- can you just tell me was it a when is was it a skinnier fellow, just a kind of a weird looking skinnier fellow that um, little clumsy? I mean, he's he's skinnier now. Oh, Mort, you're oh, making light no. of something gruesome, man. Was it a clumsy? Uh, just a real clumsy guy. I, he was kind of clumsy, but that might have just been you know gravity flips. You know, it's a difficult thing to to get you. Head around. Yeah, no, I mean, they're usually used to it. That had to have been Kyle. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he was the worst one, right? No, Kyle was a sweetheart. Uh. <laughs> he was engaged to his his school schoolyard girlfriend. Uh, just the sweetest boy anyone ever knew. He would give the shirt off his back to anyone. Honestly, the reason he was so skinny is because he hardly ate because he donated most of his income uh, to the to the poor and the homeless in the area. And he would make sure that everyone else was fed before him. <sighs> Such an honest soul, Kyle. Oh. I don't remember you piling on this much when we met you last time. Because you're, boy, boy, you're real into guilt tripping, aren't you? No, you're right. No, last time was a real festive occasion because I had just met my new paragon who was here to protect the island about all the situations that was going on in the world. Um, didn't expect that you would leave. Uh, you did have ex- express, express... <sighs> Orders that once you went to Eorathy, you would immediately return with uh, with whatever news that you had. You didn't. My brother did, um, and then of course he did. Do you mean Oster? Me. Because we we still in Eorath. Oh, you that's exactly Oster. what I mean. Thank you for pointing that out. I've been up. You've got a, you've got damsel. <laughs> I've been up in a tower for so long. Things get confused. There, there was a lot of things going on. <laughs> we we couldn't return here after us. So there was a lot of other things we need to take care of. And we're very sorry about your friends. That wasn't us that did that. Uh, like you said, we did know who did that, but we didn't have the full story at that point, so we didn't want to bring that up with you and and risk upsetting you until we knew all the facts. Uh, I as a as an outside bystander, I have a a question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is your brother kind of a douche, or like, what what's going on with that? Yeah, totally. I mean, listen, he's totally. I mean, I don't want to speak ill of my... Uh, oh, that's kind of a pun, isn't it? I didn't mean for that one. That one was totally <laughs> hey, unintentional. Hey, hey, your, your majesty, I guess? I don't know. I mean, not technically now. You could just call me Anna Listen, I, I got like like 20 brothers and sisters. You can speak ill of them. Like, I think that's like one of the rights you get as a sibling. I know, but he is my twin. It's different with twins, I feel. Oh, yeah, I've got, like, ten of them. Because of the telepathy, sure. Yeah, because he'll hear when you say the mean things. Yeah. No, I mean, we do have, like, one of those weird twin languages, but neither one of us speaks it super well. It's the weird thing. Wait, twin languages? Do do twins? Because I got, like, ten other... They were, like, we were all born at the same time. So is that something that I should be practicing? I don't... I mean, I, I can't tell you how to live your life, um... 
it's just kind of one of those things that comes up. And what, why are we having this conversation anyway? Uh, it was just interesting. Yes, he's kind me. of not the best. He's not though. He's not wonderful. He did depose me. Yeah, he usurped he you. Claims to yeah. have reasons. I don't know. He. I. I don't even know if Ilshrek is strictly speaking the. the I don't know the, the one who actually did any of this. I mean, people came. They showed up. They said under Ilshrek's orders, I was to go to the tower. I never saw my brother, so I have not had a chance to have this conversation with him. Look, 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 look. Okay. All right. Look, it's been a long day. And I, I, I'm very familiar. Like, I can't stop smelling iron because my, my, I have two buddies now just covered in blood, just like all the time. Okay. It's been stressful. And your brother was a douche. Okay. That's not a debatable that we're not ta- having a conversation about it. We're stating facts. Print this. I don't know why I put a TH in there. Get off my back about it. I'm stressed. Okay? Here. Look. 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 I, we're not... And she's like... She's uh, like malfunctioning. Like you can see in her <laughs> eyes that she's buffering because she's so fucking frustrated. Let's all, let's all take a moment. Please sit down. Have a seat. Have a seat. We'll discuss yeah, the situation as it is. I don't... I, uh, I don't... No. Everybody roll a, a will. Oh, good. Excellent. I'm very excited for Will. Three. Three. Wow, you guys are doing pretty good. Uh, I rolled very bad, even though I have Will, so I have a neutral. <laughs> okay, so you guys have your, have your, have a choice, basically, of what you want to do. You can either take a seat, uh, except for Cammie. Cammie is, like, s- like, stress pacing and then just, like, kind of yes. bumps into the bed and, like, just kind of falls and sits down on it. The other two, since you rolled well, like, you have the option of, like, sitting down and trying to calm down the situation or if you want to stay standing, you can. She is trying to like control the environment, basically. I am pacing, but only because it's always what she does. <laughs> I'm still standing in deep thought about the the guy on the stairs. Um, uh, Hollis, with your amazing sense of smell, can you tell if that guy's still alive at the moment? Is he still like bleeding out, or is he already, you know, gone? You were gone for like 10 seconds. We could just walk over there and check his pulse. <laughs> Cammy or Hollis, either one of you could use your critical knowledge of like amount of blood a yeah. human being okay. would have in them to know that the sheer <laughs> amount that is on Mort, plus obviously whatever he has ingested, is enough that he's not alive at this point. Like he, he might just be like really, really weak, like on his last breaths. <laughs> cool. I mean, we, we could just walk up and see, but no, you're right. Let's use my super ability to smell. Dude, you're covered in blood. That guy's dead. Uh, I, I was thinking I could have maybe saved him uh, by turning him. Uh, oh gosh. Um, But I don't know if that's, Better or worse than letting him die? Well, put it this way. How how do you feel about being a vampire? Against, I mean, against your will. I mean, it's better than being dead. Well, th- there's your answer, I guess. You were dead for a very long time, is it? <laughs> no, I think you were per- a perfectly happy dead man. I, When I knew you, you were a perfectly chill, happy dead man. You loved it. I mean, a ceasing to exist dead person. You had a dog. <laughs> look, look. All right, Illy. I just, Anna. Well, it's, it's the same. They're the same. They both have the same nickname, and that's also stupid. And they I'm don't both have the same about nickname. That right now. Illy is the brother. I know, they just called him Illy. I know, but we talked to him more. Yeah, you did. And so sometimes Fair. it gets confused in my brain. I mean, they do Iliana and Ilstrek, and Iliana is not Illy. I understand. That's my fault. I named twins. Okay, you've never done anything wrong, Adam. Thank you. Look, okay, look, princess, queen, milady, I don't know. I don't know what to call you. I made up a nickname. It was your brother's. I forgot. Okay, it happens. First off, I didn't know. I'd like to plead ignorance because they hadn't told me yet. Okay, there's a lot of moving pieces. We didn't know who we could trust. And judging by sort of the cool... The cool, chill vibe you're having now, I think it probably wasn't a horrible idea to not trust you at that point. To be fair, okay? Also, just by the way, you, you were in a dungeon, uh, and I don't see your brother coming in, like, sending letters or visiting, so I don't think he was the chillest. 
And also, you're welcome for the whole getting the key. And now the door's open, and there's clearly only a dead body to walk over to your freedom. So, like, you're welcome, majesty. Don't, don't see you thanking us for that. Seem a little entitled, I think. I'm looking for a thing. <laughs> I don't like that you're looking through a book right Keep now. vamping. <laughs> <laughs> Vamping's my job. <laughs> All right, everybody roll rapport. Two. Uh, Kimmy has a lot of rapport, <laughs> which is probably bad since she's mad in this situation. Kimmy rolled a five. What did you get, Carly? Three. Okay. Immediately, like, the tone of the room changes, and Ileana's skin grows, like, darker. You can, you can basically not see her right now. Like, she just goes as dark as a shadow itself. Uh, all you can see is her hair billowing out behind her in this, like, iridescent white and her eyes, which are now like completely white. And she just looks at you and says, I am Queen Ileana, etc., etc. I don't remember the whole thing. And all of you <laughs> okay. will stay here now as I leave. And Cammy, the weirdest thing happens to you. Like at this moment, you feel immediately like this is not natural in any way, shape or form. There is something else happening here. Mm-hmm. And your vision like narrows and you get tunnel vision and all you can see is Ileana in front of you and immediately the entire world around you just fades out and it is just you and her standing there. Hell yes. <laughs> I didn't realize that you had such powers. Uh, 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 okay. If, okay. You are the one that went, you went all fucky wucky. Your eyes did a whole Thing? I don't think you should blame this on... You're blaming a lot of things on a lot of people, ma'am. Well, I'm sorry, but things have been taken from me. People have been taken from me. Everything has been taken from me. And here you are again. And I'm sorry if I am not immediately trustworthy this time. Because last time, there was a lot of lies. You are currently engaged in mental conflict with Ileana. So this is a this is a mechanic that I've wanted to try to figure out a way to work in because we have physical conflict and mental conflict, uh, mental stress boxes and physical stress boxes. And so now we have the option of mental conflict. And this is kind of how this is going to this is going to play out. Now, any of you guys can enter into mental conflict. <laughs> Hollis is like, nope, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Hollis is probably as good at mental conflict as Cammy is at physical conflict. <laughs> but in this situation, Cammy was the only one to beat, well, to match Ileana's rapport skill. So that ends up putting her in a mental conflict with Ileana uh, and not immediately being like forced to do what she kind of wants them to do socially. Okay. Let, let, if we, okay. So you're so mad about all that nonsense. Let's, let's, Take a step back, because your brother did most of those lies. He, like, fucked our shit up, too. If you forgot, we didn't... <laughs> You're blaming the wrong folks, and we did just give something back to you, your whole ass freedom. And that... You, I need you to take a fucking breath, because you you took us to this, like, white... This weird white space or whatever we're in. You took us to the danger zone. I don't know what to call it here. And it, that seems like an overreaction. All right, roll roll four. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Damn, okay. Uh, four. Okay, you beat her by one, which means you cut one of her mental stress boxes off. And we were all standing there going, ooh. <laughs> ooh, snap. <laughs> Someone get the ambulance. <laughs> well, that being as it is, it doesn't excuse your actions or your part in this. I mean, there was any any point in time where you could have given me any information. And... All of you made a pledge to support the continent of, of Rim, the island of Rim, in the, the greater region here. And Alondia needs a paragon and a crew associated with that paragon that can be honest with its monarchy, with its royalty. That is what we had with Harmony Nightmaiden, and that is not what we had with you. When you say this is mental combat, it's happening like out loud. It's not like telepathy combat, right? Just make sure, can we hear what's being said you can hear what's being said but you very much feel like it's beyond your hands at this point at what point do you feel any responsibility for the people that you have pledged uh, allegiance with to the people that you call friends she rolls a rapport against you 
This is her mental attack. Oh, so I'm rolling again? Yeah. Oh, shit. You don't want to hear this. You don't want to hear this, boy. <laughs> Jump back to a five. Yep. She also rolled a five. Damn it. So <laughs> you uh, you don't take damage, but she does hit basically her point. Her point sinks in that you did claim to be her friend. Although it's important to note at the time that you were here and she doesn't realize this and Cammy would realize this at the time that you were here. Cammy did not know anything. I said that. That's what Mort was about to jump in and say. I pled ignorance. I started by pleading ignorance. Yeah. Your girl knows when she's dumb about something. (laughs) Mort interjects. To be fair, um, you shouldn't be mad at Cammy. She she actually didn't know anything about it. Uh, all that responsibility, I, I guess, if you have to blame somebody that's here, would would be me. Um, I did know about it, but like I said, we didn't have the the full details, and the fate of the world was literally in the balance. Uh, roll a rapport. Uh, this is not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, it went well. Three. All right. She rolled significantly better than that. And she's, you are not incorrect, Mort McCoy. I do blame you. I blame you extensively. So do not feel like you are blameless in this regard. I feel like your lies are heavier than perhaps anyone else. I mean, even your brother who willingly sent your best friend to their death? Yeah, in league with with those that you call friends as well. Okay. Okay. Let's, okay. Shit went down. It was bad. Nope. Look, girl, no one's saying it wasn't fucking bad. Okay? We lost folks, too. I Like, my race was almost eradicated. Like, bad shit happened. But let's tell... I know that you've been, like, in this tower, but maybe I need to take a second to let you know something, but paragons are not enough. They're, they're done. There's, no, there's no such thing. You're not getting a paragon again. Those are done. Those are dead. The gods are gone. They're done. They're dead. They're out of here we're not do that's not what we're doing anymore so you 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 coming at me with these hands <laughs> you go sorry <laughs> i had a flashback to the keisha vine like mid sentence i had a flashback to the keisha vine so you you popping up here and getting mad about all of that shit that we did when we're in the middle of rescuing you or freeing you or whatever this mission was is not productive and you and your like diplomatic queenly ways uh, I I think you should have a little more perspective. Uh, because right now, you, you threw that paper and your mom's a hoe. Going back to Vine, okay? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I haven't watched a Vine comp in so long. I don't know what's happening. And and I don't know where my dog is. <laughs> that that is so true. Road work ahead. All right, roll a rapport. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, can we roll this six? Oh, okay. Yeah. She's rapportful. Let, hey, let me tell you, this girl rapportful. Okay, what you say kind of hits and she kind of, you could tell that she's like starting to realize that she's being unreasonable with her expectations uh, and she drops to her knees, which puts her basically like right face to face with you. And she looks up at you and she says, Cammy, can you tell me, did Harmony die for a reason? Oh, gosh, um, gosh, didn't know the gal, um, but it, she, she died so the gods would stop. Like, I, I, I don't know how else to say it. Like, things were broken. Things were broken. The, the dead weren't moving on. Like, everything was bad. Souls were just burning for eons. For e- so everything, was, everything was bad. We didn't see it, but everything was terrible. So that was one cog in the machine to, like, fix the world because everything was broken. It was, it was part of that journey. And, like, it sucks. It's terrible that, that Harmony was a casualty of that. But... I mean, you can't, that's how, God, that's how change happens. Like, people get caught up in it, and it's, it sucks for the people that are behind, but that, like, you can't push away and, like, blame and get angry at everyone else that's left with you. Can't, I just can't, can't fucking do that. She takes a deep, heaving breath and lets it out, and she looks up at you and she says, Okay, but, just so you know, if I ever see a Garyan, I am 100% going to kill him. And you know, despite the fact that she was imprisoned in a, a room at the bottom top of a tower, you know, I, she, everyone knew she could do it. Everybody, I mean, yes, she had she had lost some certain magical powers that she had had, 
um, you know, she claimed they were meager, but uh, you know, history had dictated otherwise. You know, she certainly was possessing of some level of arcane ability, and she had lost that just like everyone else. But so, so had a Garyon, right? So I bet she figured, you know, toe to toe, mono a womano, she could probably, you know, give him a little knuckle dusting, and, and she's probably accurate there. I mean, Agarian was many things, but a rough and tumble street fighter he wasn't. So all I'm saying is that if I were placing a bet with a bookmaker, I would have put all of it on Queen Ileana Gifaldra Gilmithrulian Villafar. I mean, it just makes sense to me that she would have just busted his face 16 ways to Sunday. But that story and more of it, we'll have to wait until another day. And in fact, next time when we get back, we gotta get into what happened to Leland, right? I mean, all of a sudden he's gone and there's just some bandages on the floor. What happened there, you know? Well, we'll get into the nitty-gritty of that. It's a story that nobody knows except for the inner circle and everyone else I've ever told. Uh, but you'll hear it here next time at the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartenders. Don't think I don't know that you folks can throw out a few sparkles here and there if you'd like to. Tip your Minotaur bartenders. Don't, don't, I, I don't mean to be offensive. Just, it's, they, they do work on tips. To a certain extent, they get very few sparkles. So it's, not, it's not an indictment of the hiring and, uh, and, and salary practices here at the Gilded Ram. I don't want to get myself into a lot of trouble, but basically tip them. It just, it's, it's the right thing to do, and I will see all of you here next time. Guys, what a great episode. What an exciting episode. A lot of things happened. People died. Well, they're just sleeping. Other people fought with each other in their brain space. It was exciting. It was it was exciting. And I like that it ended on uh, pure, something very good and sentimental and valuable. And it was a dramatic moment that I didn't ruin even a little bit. I'm very proud of myself Stay for that. Stay tuned for the bloopers. <laughs> Um, just as a real quick side note here for those who are listening uh, and have surely pieced it together based upon last week's outro mm -hmm. and the fact that uh, Pat has not been able to join us tonight for this episode. Uh, Pat's a new double daddy. Uh, that's what we call people who have two children, double daddies. So Pat is uh, a father yet again. He's got a new little son, and it's very exciting. We're very excited for him. Uh, it does mean that Pat will be taking a bit of a short hiatus from the show, yeah. as it is when you have a newborn. You kind of have to, you know, be there to feed and change diapers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Plus, there's the global pandemic going on right now. So things. Um, <laughs> but Pat will be back eventually. Uh, for now, Leland has been whisked back away, and narratively, we'll get into kind of how that works and why that happened, because we did have an idea for that eventually anyway. But this just kind of, I guess, accelerated that timeline a little bit for great reasons. So congrats to Pat. Yes, we're very excited. Uh, I... I've seen I've seen the pictures. It's a hey, it's a hell of a baby. It's a hell of a baby. I I've seen It's a hell of a baby. That's a hell of a baby. <laughs> I was very flattered that you named the baby Mort McCoy. <laughs> okay. I like this I like this version of the world we're so living in. I I wanted to could do it would do a fun joke where we call it Baby Deacon. Because I think baby baby deacon sounds good, but I also like the the um, narrative that Patrick Rankin named his son Mort McCoy Rankin. <laughs> Mort Radical McCoy Rankin. That okay, that seems you like should just call the baby Radical. Radical Rankin. Radical Wankin. Radical Wankin. Radical Wankin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, thank you everybody for listening to the show this week, yeah. uh, and thank you also for all the wonderful reviews that we've seen uh, coming up on iTunes. Mm -hmm. If you have yet to review the show and give us five stars on whatever place it is that you do your reviews boy that really helps us out yeah i mean you're stuck inside at the moment you can't go anywhere you might as well log on to the old review place and review things <laughs> but look at what just a little fish said when they said pies hams horse and more what a great podcast this was one of the first podcasts i ever listened to and i thought i would never be able to catch up Clearly, I didn't count on becoming hooked on the energy of this wonderful crew as they explore the creative and magical, question mark, world of Eorith. I love all the characters, especially Hollis and real flesh boy Mort. Leland is hilarious and Cammy's cool too, I guess. <laughs> the NPCs Adam creates are always, always fleshed out, especially if their name is Greg. I love this show and I hope there's plenty more to come. 
Well, thank you, Aww, little fish. That is very, very nice of you sweet. to say these nice things to us. You know who else uh, said very nice things to us? JBG Garage Crafts. Only issue is episodes don't come out fast enough. The title says it all. After getting caught up the, on the Greetings Adventurers podcast, I started listening to other Geekling podcasts, and this was the first one. Absolutely love this podcast. They use the Fate Core system, which primarily having played and listened to D&D, this was an interesting change of pace, and I love how it allows a more RP-based approach to gaming. I'm glad you like the heavier RP side, because boy howdy, are there episodes where we forget we ever need to roll. <laughs> <laughs> we fight, uh, what, three times? <laughs> three times the arc? Yeah, I think we've been going for about four years now, or we've had maybe four fights in total. I would argue that combat would have been a more intrinsic thing had you started in a system that in like was more combat-friendly. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because we started in World of Darkness. World of Darkness is a real pain to run combat in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then we switched to Fate, which isn't a pain to run combat in, but combat is really fast in Fade. Which is better which is great, for a podcast. Which is great, because it gets us in, out, and on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, praise be to Adam for picking this system, because the, there's very little math. And uh, I'm glad. And mm. also, thanks that, that, like, John should thank you, too, because I, you'd have to edit out, like, 20 minutes of me trying to do mental math in my head if there was, like, D&D-level stats. You know what makes the no math easier? It's a set of brute force Fate dice from Die Hard Dice. Yes. You should go get some. I, yeah, they're really great. They're awesome. They're wonderful. I was on the Random Encounters feed, and I played uh, an episode of actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf, and uh, Michael Demar was very sad because he couldn't kill me because these dice rolled that well. It kept my character going despite all the odds. <laughs> They'll roll great for you. Yeah, I mean, they're good dice. They're good, hefty dice. The nice thing is, is like I, I'm going to toss them in a big pile of dice uh, when we are done recording tonight, and then when we record again the next time, I'm going to be easily able to find them yeah. because one, they shiny as shit, Great. and two, like worst case scenario, I grab a handful of dice, and if it's if if the dice that I am looking for is not in that handful, I will know immediately because it's like, does this handful of dice weigh like half a pound? If so, <laughs> I got one of these dice in there. They're like so rewarding. Listen. <laughs> Listen to that. Those old bones, baby. Those what am I going to roll? Okay, so I rolled a negative one. That's not the point. <laughs> That's not the point. I didn't have any I didn't have any intrinsic bonuses. Okay. Don't roll them in a delicate wine glass. That's my advice to you. Did you break a wine glass? No. I'm just saying, don't do it. It probably won't go well. Like, don't use it as like a dice shaker. You'll get cut. Yeah, no, don't do that. Do you know when you might catch us rolling all these good dice? Maybe uh, live on stream for our uh, charity stream that we do with uh, Geekly Inc. That supports the Trevor Project and is on April 25th. That's a We're going to be rolling mad dice and it's going to be great. It's going to be all day, baby. All day. Also, while you're all um, locked up in your houses, it's a good time to go to the Geekly Inc. YouTube and check out all the other charity stream games that have, we've done in the past because they're all up there. Oh, yeah. Cammy debuted on a charity stream. Last year we did a, a game of paranoia that had yeah. uh was it was Jeff in there from the Good Guy Squad, yeah. I believe. Jeff and Goldie and Carol. And then a handful of other characters from amongst the Geekly Inc. universe of podcasts. Yes. Yeah, we had Toby Treacletart. Mm-hmm. Kieran Bennett as Kieran Bennett. Kieran Bennett as podcaster. Kieran Bennett. And yeah, we had Veronica as Nighthawk. Yeah. So it was very fun. It was a good game, uh, all about changing light bulbs. I highly recommend going and watching that game in particular. That one was super fun. Also, just to shove it in here at the end, guys, this is episode 99. We're pretty dang close to a hundo. Oh, yeah, it's episode 99. <laughs> yeah. We are at the inflection point. For our Camiversary. I know, the Camiversary is so close that for anyone that doesn't know what the Camiversary is, that's I've been on the podcast more than I haven't been on the podcast, which is something that I care about a lot for validation. And I only care about because she cares about it. <laughs> I do care about it a lot. <laughs> We're almost at uh, episode 108, oh. which would be our four-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Right. So many versaries. I guess. Many versaries. Lots of versaries. So many versaries. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I think that we are in for a treat next week with episode 100, 
Who knows where it will go? Mm-hmm. I do. To the moon. Probably not there. <laughs> One of these days, Al. Straight to the moon. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for uh, for listening to the show. If you want to check us out, you can find us on Twitter. You can follow the show at Brute Forcecast. You can follow Ray at MRUnLadyLike. You can follow Carly at AnimatedMe with the E's is threes. Or you can follow John at Nudzer with a Z, not a Z. You can follow Patrick at Patrick underscore Rankin. And you can follow Adam at the Adam Bash. And if you go out to our Twitter at BruteForceCast, you can uh, get the link to the Discord. So you can yes. join us on the Discord and hang out and talk to us on there. You can also find that Discord at bit.ly slash patwickwankin. Mm-hmm. So you can just go there to get directly uh, linked up to our Discord. Or if you want a funky, cool, awesome extra color on your Discord or access to the Yukon Gold special patron-only channel there on our, our Discord, uh, you can back us on Patreon if you go to patreon.com slash force. And also, just between you, me, and the lamppost, if you donate $5 a month or more at that Patreon, you get access to Frank. Now, I don't want to oversell Frank. It's, uh, oof. How, how do you oversell something that's that that's that great, honestly? But if you love what we're doing here and you say, you know what? I wish on the off weeks I had something else to listen to by these gentlemen and gentle ladies yeah. and gentle thems that exists within the world of Yorith. Well, that's where you're going to get it. And it's franked. And it's us playing a bunch of Frankies. And you heard an episode of it. Mm-hmm. But shh. I mean, goodness gracious. There's so much out there at this point. And hey, you pledge for a single month. You listen to the back episodes of Franked and you feel like you are not getting your money's worth. I mean, heck, you're out $5 and you've experienced uh, an extra like four episodes of Franked at this point. Uh, so give it a taste. Give it a taste test. Yeah, a little, yeah, just a little, just a little nibble. All right, well, that's it. We'll catch you guys next time. Make sure you don't flop it. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, for those about to listen to the outro... Sorry. <laughs> or not the outro, the bloopers. This was the outro. <laughs> Fuck, I did another bloop. Ah, I blooped again. Chicken fried spork. Sporks are magic. Stickums. Polly would be more than two. Diploid. I mean, there's haploid, too. If you really want to get into it, how how deep you want to go, we can go. We can go real all into this. You don't want to step to my botany game. I know three things. You know poly things. <laughs> exactly. You know who else knows poly things? Pirates. Oh, that's a parrot joke. I, that made me want to die. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a puppy from Canada, but I have to wait until his final shot happens, which won't be till like the thirtieth now. So he's not going to be a puppy anymore. Is he going to the to M&M's veterinary clinic? What? Is he going to M&M's veterinary clinic? They're really good. Like, um, like usually you have to have like a, a progression of rabies vaccines and stuff like that. But in M&M's veterinary clinic, you only get one shot. Oh, Fuck. Jesus H. Oh, Christ. No. <sighs> no. Oh, my God. I'm no longer in the podcast mood. I think we should stop because I'm. I don't think I can get there now. I mean, that I don't was think good. I can hit it yet. That was good. I thought that was very good. Yeah. Of course you did, John. <laughs> you know I like that shit. I'll be back in one second. I don't know why I assumed that that was a bathroom that John was walking in, but I fully. Fully thought he was going to turn around, walk into a bathroom, and then fully do a bathroom <laughs> activity while just with the door straight on open. Hey, and a slide he did something screen. worse than that while you were fixing your microphone, which is he went off into that back area and he came back with a fedora on. He did. So that was worse. <laughs> right. It was situated at a jaunty angle. <laughs> Not a jaunty one. Yeah, it was real disturbing. And I don't know if I can. You talked about my hat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we talked about the fact. Oh, here it comes. No, here comes Fedora no. John. No. Oh, no. He did a flip thing <laughs> with his hand. Oh, okay. All right, Columbo. <laughs> oh, and that's jaunty again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Columbo John. That's real bad. I felt like I was maladied by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> That was one cog in the machine to, like, 
fix the world because everything was broken. It was it was part of that journey and like sucks shit that she flopped it. <laughs> sucks shit that she flopped it. You want to try that one again, Ray? <laughs> you want to try that one? You want to try the delivery on that one nice one more time? Heartfelt, serious bit. <laughs> sucks, sucks shit, shit she flopped it. that she flopped it. <laughs> Give me another read on that one. That's <laughs> such little interaction with people. You monster. <laughs> This was your highlight. This was your moment. Suck shit that she beefed it. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens with social distancing. I talk to people. Oh my god. I have mind flashbacks and then I say suck shit that she flopped it. <laughs>